Hello everybody, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 8. 9. Episode 9. We literally just talked about it. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. How's everybody doing today? We are going to talk about your environment. Yes. I think the main reason I wanted to talk about this was because this weekend we went on a fun little retreat with our Momentum Mastermind group. Um, So we got to be around a whole bunch of young entrepreneurs and discuss business things. Yeah, it was fun. And so we got to hang out with an environment of people who are trying to grow themselves. Sean, describe environment for me. Uh, So environment to me is everything around you that has an impact on you. We've chatted about it in previous podcasts and stuff, but it's essentially the house you live in is your environment. Your significant other is your environment. Your roommates, the car you drive, your workplace, the individuals you work with. Your family. Your family. That's all part of your environment. And you have to know how to navigate your environment to make it most productive for you. Yeah, and I mean, while I'm sitting here, I am looking at my desk and your desk. We have a dirty environment. We do. A cluttered environment. Yes. And it's now making me realize I should really clean off my desk and keep it clean. (laughs) Good luck. Thank you. Um, But I mean, it could be simple things like that. Keeping your desk clean, keeping your room clean. I've honestly been wanting to clean our bedroom for the past two weeks, and I just have been putting it off. Yep. And so it's all on, like, your priorities of how you want your environment. So, yeah, it is all about everything. I mean, my priority has not been cleaning our bedroom. My priority lately has been... Relaxing at night and hanging out with you and Mimi. Well, and making the presentation for the 12-week year. That is true. Um, Just a heads up for everyone. Uh, I haven't been posting on the blog about our 12-week year update because I started to read the book and decided we weren't doing it the most optimal way. So... I'm going to be releasing a series of blogs of each step of it in more detail of how to do it properly. Yeah, and so we did a presentation this weekend at the Mastermind and discussed the proper way we found to do the 12-week year. So it uh, it there's a lot of good things in the book that we didn't get just from Googling the 12-week year and from listening to the author on a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was a lot of stuff 
impact in the book that will really help you be successful. Correct. So look on our blog for that, tutorsoflife.com. Okay, mm-hmm. back to environment. Um, so yeah, environment. Let's start with uh, the, the main point of your environment is to make it as productive as it can for you. So say you have a roommate and your, your roommate likes to watch TV in the living room every night. But you like to do, or or the only place you really have space to work on your schoolwork is your living room. But your roommate is always watching TV. So now you cannot be productive and get your schoolwork done because the TV's running. You keep getting sidetracked. You can't focus. So thinking about... Maybe you get the living room for a couple hours to do your schoolwork or however you can work it out. Um, Go to the library. (laughs) Yeah, go to the library. That's a productive environment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that'd be a lot better than sitting in the living room trying to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's just one example of like making it productive for you. And then you want to have a positive environment. So... You'd rather be in a positive mindset than a negative mindset. So if your family is a bunch of Debbie Downers, you probably don't want to hang out with your family much. Correct. I mean, obviously, your family can't really cut out of your life, but you can change how much you see them or even talk to them. Yeah, and the context under how you see them or visit them too um, can help to help like stay out of or help them stay out of the negative mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, my favorite thing about environment is you can change it. Like you don't like something, it's not working for you. You can change it. At any point in time, you can change your environment at Pretty much every portion of your environment you could change. Correct. So let's start with, like, people. Okay. Um, So people is a main part of your environment. So your friend group. So if you have a friend group that is very growth mindset, they're high up in companies or... They have their own business. They take their professional life very seriously. Chances are you will too. Mm -hmm. If your friends like to drink every weekend and go golfing all the time and not do shit, they have jobs that they don't take seriously they just go to them so that they can pay to drink and golf or whatever their hobbies might be chances are you're going to drink every weekend with them you're going to go golfing all the time which isn't a bad thing but all you're focused on then is all you're focused on then is working to pay for a lifestyle. You're not 
in that environment for the right idea. So it's a negative mindset because you're not happy at work. You're just using work to pay for your hobbies and that's it. You're not using your work to grow, be better, help the company, gain a greater knowledge of what you do. Um, and so that is friends, at least for me. Mm-hmm. What do you think for and people? I mean, to go off of that, like, you can choose which friends to hang out with. So let's say, I mean, you do like to enjoy golfing or whatever every yeah, once in a while. For sure. You can limit how much you hang out with that group of people. Absolutely. Dash is sleeping. <laughs> he had a dream. Um, and, I mean, you can, you don't have to necessarily cut people out of your life, but you can choose how much you hang out with them. Or once again, you can sit them down and be like, hey, I think you could be more productive, but you just need to stop drinking and golfing so much. Mm-hmm. But like, you have really good ideas, so let's work towards that. And you can at least try and get them to change. And if they don't want to, then don't hang out with them as much. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, You can have friends in every group. Uh, Just you have to moderate how much you're hanging out with the the ones that aren't bringing you value. Mm -hmm. Um, And then hang out with the ones who do bring you value a little more. Mm -hmm. And that's what was like fun about this weekend is we got to hang out with a whole bunch of people who are strong-willed and want to want to or have started their own businesses. Yeah, or at least uh, have have the growth mindset. They want to do greater things. They are there to help others, bring value, um, and they're not just there to... Some might be, but... They're typically not selfish people looking out for their own interests. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than friends, I mean, family, you can't really change. You're stuck with your family. But it's your choice to be better than them or... It's your choice to how you spend your time with them, how much you see them, and how much you let them influence you. So if you're doing stuff... And your family's always really negative about the stuff you do. Don't talk to your family about it. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Yeah. It's quite simple. I mean, you just have to figure out who to tell what and mm-hmm. how much to see them. Yeah, you just have to work around the individuals you hang out with. Mm-hmm. And like, like I said, some people or family, if you just talk to them, like, they may change their mindset. Uh, like I've seen on Snapchat, there's a brand new me series and there's been a couple people where their whole family was overweight and they sat down with their family and had a discussion and they all worked together to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can change other people's mindsets too and work with them, uh, to progress yourself and them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then workplace individuals in the workplace you 
don't necessarily have control over unless you're like a manager. Um, but if, if you don't get along with coworkers or coworkers are being slackers, things like that, try to do your own thing. If you have to work with them here and there, do that. But try not to, I mean, if one friend is, or one coworker is slacking off because they know they're just going to still get paid and they don't have to take it seriously, that's not positive for you to do that. It's going to reflect in your reviews at the end of the year. You're not going to have as good of a standing with the company. And you're not going to feel as good because you're at work to help the company grow and help yourself grow. You're not there just to... Well, you shouldn't be there just to collect a paycheck and screw the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know of any workplace I've worked at that if I told them I was not happy about working with someone, where they weren't very understanding and would try to do their best to not like make me work with them. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places will be very understanding and put you with, individuals who you can thrive with instead mm-hmm. of ones that you butt heads with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you get do get stuck with someone you don't like, I mean, try and keep a po- positive mindset with it. Because, I mean, I know I have problems with it. But sometimes, if I have a negative mindset towards someone, then whenever I see them, I like, I just instantly switch to being negative. And if I just didn't if I just change my mindset on that person and try to make it positive, then I wouldn't instantly be so negative when they're around. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, just sometimes you have to change yourself, too. Oh, big time. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, also, being around people who don't go on their electronics as much. I, Sean and I have talked about this before. We've been trying to not be on our phones as much. But sometimes, it, usually if one of us is on our phone, the other one is. Um, or the other one will point out the obvious. That, like sometimes I'll, if Sean's on his phone, I'll be like, oh, hey, Sean, how's it going? Glad I can talk to you. Mm-hmm. And you'll put your phone down. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm, we've been trying to work on that together, and that's been helpful to do it together. Yeah, it helps to have somebody holding you accountable, and then you can hold them accountable, and then hopefully you can uh, both stay off your phone more together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go with, do you want to go home or work first? Uh, let's go home. Okay. So, I mean, our home is, I mean, our office that we're in is a little tight and small, but we painted the walls green. Do you remember why? To resemble money. Yes. (laughs) Um, I've read lots of different posts about how the wall colors can really affect your mood and your aspirations, really. Well, yeah. So, like our bedroom is a tan, so Mm. it's like a warm, homey feeling. Yep. And our office is... A pretty green. Yep. Kind of like a dollar bill. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, But we did that on purpose. We changed our environment to help us push towards making money and growing. Absolutely. 
And you can do that. I mean, if you can't paint your walls, I'm sure you can hang up stuff on your walls. Mm-hmm. So, Posters, mm-hmm. pictures. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sean has a poster of his favorite mm-hmm. weightlifter that I'm sure he had hang up before and looked at every day. Absolutely. Big John North. Yes. Um, but, I mean, we've discussed getting more things for our office to, I think, be more inspirational for us work-wise. Mm-hmm. We just haven't yet. Yeah. But we will. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, like, just not just our office, decorating our house. Um, in our stairwell, I put a whole bunch of pictures of Sean and I and Mimi up just so every day when we go up to bed, we always, at least I always look at them and get a smile on my face to think about some of the memories we've had. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise I just, I mean, I decorate my house to make me happy. Right. Or, like. yeah, like when we bought the house, it was very cruddy. So we remodeled it mm-hmm. so that it's nice and open with nice floors, nice counters and cabinets so that it's something we're happy to come home to or happy to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if we would have kept the home the same way it was when we bought it, I would have I would have moved out after a month. Yeah, we would have definitely sold by now. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, making your environment work for you. Um, And it also can be, like, the neighborhood you're in. Um, You know, if you have friendly neighbors, things like that. Um, How close it is to your work or your hobbies. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are big ones. If you have a yard or not. I mean, if you have kids or pets, you're probably going to want a little bit of yard. Um, And then maybe some privacy, too. So those are big ones to look at. Um, And then, I mean, at your house, right, if you have roommates living with you or not, Mm -hmm. um, and that can play a role in how comforting your home is. That's true. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I remember in college there was some times when, it wasn't all the time, but there were days that I, I wouldn't want to see my roommates. Mm-hmm. And I would do whatever I could to not go home. So mm-hmm. sometimes it was like going to the bar on a Tuesday, you know? Um, so that wasn't very good for me then because your home should be a place you want to go. Mm-hmm. And do whatever you need to. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, right now, like, Sean's been trying to get me to sell the house that we're in. It, mm-hmm. We've been working on it. And it's it's good and fitting for what we need right now, but like we want a bigger yard for Mimi to be able to run around in, um, and so we can get more fun toys for Sean to play with. Mm-hmm. And it just have more privacy. I like our neighbors and I like our neighborhood, but it would be nice if I could go outside and tan and not have to worry about if any of my neighbors are watching me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you want somewhere in the country. We Yes, yes, <laughs> we have discussed this. <laughs> yeah, somewhere I can park more drunk. No. Yeah. Nope. So. Um, but so we know, like, this environment is good, but it's not great. Yeah, it's a nice stepping stone, but mm-hmm. 
while we're here, we are making it productive for us um, and enjoyable for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, so with your home life, you can add in, um, like, the clothes you wear, the car you drive, um, things like that that make you feel better um, as long as it's within your budget. Mm-hmm. But those kind of things are pretty easy to change, and it, it's something that if it will truly make you feel better, it should be a priority to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one thing this weekend uh, Greg said to us was that because we're talking about salaries, and it's proven that once you hit about seventy to eighty thousand dollars, you stop worrying about money. It, well, so yeah, your number one concern in life, until you make like seventy thousand a year, is money. After you reach seventy thousand a year, then money typically is no longer your number one concern. It still could be a concern, but it's not your number one concern. Right. And before you get to that point, a lot of people will buy, like, expensive clothes or Toys. Right, toys and stuff like that to get that little boost of happiness. But those little boosts don't last for long. Yeah, Um, they're just little spurts of, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Dopamine? Dopamine, yeah, little spurts of dopamine to get your... To get you excited about a new purchase you made, um, and then you are just going from purchase to purchase to purchase for these little drama, uh, dopamine hits. Mm-hmm. But once you make enough money, then you're pretty much, I mean, that's when you level up your amount of happiness, I would say. Yeah, and he was saying that, um, Greg was saying, in his personal life, he noticed once he went over that threshold, he actually quit buying a lot of random stuff. Mm-hmm. He was no longer trying to get his next fix um, on, on whatever he was buying. He was, like, happier. He was more content. He was spending less money, even though he was making more money. Right. Um, so that's just, I mean, it goes to show that you don't need to buy that jacket to be happy. I mean, anybody could probably be happy with a $50,000 salary, Mm -hmm. but they just, it's just ingrained in our minds, I think, to enjoy spending money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I have a wonderful Lego collection, and it makes me happy every day when I see them. That's good. So I think those are great purchases. If that's a hobby, yes. I think it's an investment. Okay, then yes. Cool. Anyways. Um, but yeah, cars. We, I own a $1,000 car. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, can't, I don't care. I love it. Mm-hmm. It gets me to point A to point B. It doesn't look like a complete pile of garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. And I mean, for some people, I don't think they'd be happy having that as their car. Mm-mm. 
but I don't see a need to upgrade cars. I, I mean, we're it hit the 200,000 miles, so we're kind of afraid that it might die at some point. But it's still running good, so that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I had a nice truck, and it was like too fancy for me. I didn't like how nice it was, so I wanted to downgrade to the truck I have now, which, you know, was like one-tenth of the price. Nah, one-eighth of the price. Um, But just because, like, that truck didn't bring me joy, or, like, enough joy to justify how much I spent on it. Mm -hmm. And in how much, I mean, insurance on an expensive truck is so much more um and stuff like that so i wanted a cheaper vehicle because that matches my personality better i guess right and you i mean with the nice truck you were always so afraid of getting a scratch in it beating it up too much Mm -hmm. and you i mean do construction part-time so Mm -hmm. obviously we would have to load some stuff into the back and you're always I mean, it had a rough guard on it, but still, you were always, like, so scared to put stuff into that truck. Well, I hated getting it dirty. Yes. Like a junkier truck I don't give a shit about. When I had a junkier truck, I, like, sideswiped my door one day going into the garage, and it, like, bent up my fender, and I just laughed. Right? That's, like, the perks of having a shitty truck. Thankfully, the garage door wasn't hurt. Otherwise, that would have upset me. But, um, it's just... I enjoy a work truck. I could have, like, a nicer car. That'd be one thing because I wouldn't be using it for work. But a truck, to me, is used for work. So when I had a nice truck, I didn't want to use it for work. Right. And so that's where my big hang-up was. So I couldn't keep that much longer. Mm-hmm. So you didn't like your environment, so you changed it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, so don't go crazy if you want a new vehicle, but if you don't, if you pull up somewhere and are embarrassed to be in your vehicle every single day, then get a new one. Yep. As long as it's within your budget. Yes. Budget it out. (laughs) We're not saying go crazy with your spending, but I mean, we've been debating getting another car Mm -hmm. just so we have something reliable. Yeah. Reliable and something for road trips stuff like that mm. mm-hmm. um but i mean we we don't want to spend much on one Mm-mm. so we're just going to keep our average cars yeah oh yeah i mean you can get you can get nice vehicles for under ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars you don't have to go brand new um to to get a nice looking vehicle and a reliable vehicle mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but i mean to get to work you have to drive in your car so if you're driving in something that makes you positive to start off with, go for gold. Yeah, and it bring positive positivity into the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that can segue into workplace environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on where you work or 
what you do for a career will depend on the type of environment you have. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, if you work construction, chances are you're going to work outside. Chances are during the summer you're going to work longer hours. During the winter you're going to work shorter hours. Um, Depending on which type of construction, you may be working more inside compared to outside, but typically you'll be doing more outside. Mm -hmm. And so... um, And on the opposite side to that, right, is say like you're a bank teller. So you're working nine to five every single day, Monday through Friday, maybe some Saturdays, um, which is like nine to noon. And you have air conditioning, heat, you know, you you wear nice clothes, Mm -hmm. you don't get dirty. um, So the kind of like two polar opposites of what you're doing for work. Um, And so that's going to really impact your environment. So if you are more hands-on and you want to be outside working, maybe a bank teller isn't a job for you. Right. Um, And if you are outside working and you hate that shit, maybe you should find a job where you can be inside. Right. Um, and so, I mean, that that part of environment is the physical environment. But with that, depending on what company you're with and the type of work will also depend on the individuals you work with. Um, I mean, if, if you want to, say, uh, work in the health field, if you're a nurse there's going to be a lot more women working with you than men. Mm-hmm. If you are a machinist working in a factory, there's going to be a lot more men than women. Right. And so it's kind of just finding that, you know, finding the environment you want to be in um, and then the type of work you do inside the physical environment you want um, will get you the the individuals you want to work with. Right. Um, So with that, you may end up switching jobs, switching companies, switching career choices just based on the type of individual you want to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... It, there's just such a range of individuals out there. And depending on the career field, you could be with completely different people. Um, and some might be really good for you and make you be productive and happy at work. And some could be really draining to you um, and make it negative for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I mean, that kind of played a role into why I switched jobs. Because yes. when I worked for you, mm-hmm. I literally only had you and Ryan to talk to. Right. And not like that's a bad thing, but I missed my current job, which I quit to go work for you. Mm-hmm. I missed that environment because we were all pretty good friends. I got to talk to them about whatever I wanted Um, It was just, it was such a chill and friendly environment, and I missed it. Mm -hmm. I miss talking to girls, 
because <clears throat> I mainly only worked with men for you. Yep. So it was just, it was, it was nice to go back to be able to talk to girls and people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. It, it, and I think you, you noticed like my mood changed significantly once I switched jobs. Oh yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, my job now is a lot less stressful than mm-hmm. working for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like it, so I changed it. Absolutely. And it was good. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So that would be, I mean, the big things with work environment. So what do you do if, let's say your job brings you good money, but you hate your job? Is it worth staying? Depends what's more important to you. Money or happiness? Or I guess if your money brings you happiness? Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, though, with that, if you're making good money, maybe you're the one that has to do the attitude switch. Maybe you need to enjoy your work more, and that'll help the others with you enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. I noticed when I worked at uh, Menards, almost everybody there hated it. Or I should, almost all the part timers hated it and were super negative and if you hung out with them all you wanted to do i i was that way big time all i wanted to do was just bullshit and not work Mm -hmm. and i would do that with a bunch of my part-time friends but there were a couple full-timers there who act who truly liked the job like they enjoyed the job they loved the people they worked with and they were happy to come to work every day and so within that environment, they chose to pick out the things that made them happy and turn off the negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like me and a bunch of the part-timers would be negative, whatever, jaw-jacking, not working hard. And then there'd be the full-timers who would still like say hi to us and stuff and be nice to us, but they would hang out with other full-timers who liked the job. Um, They'd be productive together, and they were happy to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, if you make a lot of money at a job, you don't necessarily have to quit. You can make the job more enjoyable by changing your attitude or talking, having some meetings, talking with other individuals within that work like within your area of work to all be better, I'll be more productive together to make it more enjoyable for everybody there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I mean, that aspect, if, if you can't just find a different place to get a similar pay, then you, well, first, no matter what, you should really look at making your current job better for you and if that's not possible then you need to look for a different job with a similar pay and if that's not possible then you'll have to ask yourself what's more important happiness at work or my knees right Mm -hmm. i mean i've heard stories of people switching their career paths completely in like their mid-30s because they weren't happy with what they were doing 
Oh yeah, and they'll go from a high salary to a lot lower one just to be happy. Mm-hmm. Goes to show that money doesn't have to make you happy. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, and two, like, if you're at a workplace where you are higher up, and let's say you have some lower level employees that always bring that negative attitude, you can sit them down and talk to them and just be straight up with them. Like, if you don't want to be here, then don't be here. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the nice thing about being, like, a manager or supervisor or someone higher up is you can kind of control the people that are around you. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're working for you, yeah. Yep. And that can change the environment completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we noticed, even with our company, when you were working with us, just by getting rid of a couple of our employees helped mm-hmm. change the business completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a couple people that would always be negative and be complaining to every other employee Mm -hmm. and as soon as they left like so many people were so much happier oh yeah you we got rid of so much drama Mm -hmm. um and it made everything so much more positive yeah so i mean those things can be super super good to do Mm -hmm. i mean a cleansing of sorts but first i mean we did try to work with those individuals you know chat with them talk to them to to change them um, but a lot of the times they wouldn't. Right. It was just they had a negative attitude towards the job, and mm-hmm. the, you can only talk to someone so much, and if they don't change themselves, then you can't really do much. Right. You have to want it to do it. Yep. So, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. And with that, too, like... Let's like if you're a business owner, so like you and Ryan. Yep. I'm guessing you two weren't happy with your environment when you had only one home. Correct. Are you happy with your environment with five five homes? Six homes? Five. We are happy, but we are not content. So you want it to keep growing? Yes. And that's how it should be. Correct. Because you shouldn't be living life stagnant. There is nothing in my life that is stagnant. Besides me and Mimi. That's a consistent, not a stagnant. Fine. Stagnant in any part of your life is not good because you're not growing and adapting with it. Fuck. Yes, I guess I was wrong. Okay. But yeah, so, I mean, everything you do, you should be improving. Mm-hmm. I think at least once a week, Sean and I do something with our house to improve it slightly. Mm-hmm. It can be the tiniest thing. It can be sweeping the floors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. But you can do that in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. You can improve your day by hanging out with someone you haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um that really inspires you to work harder or reading your favorite book or even like having your favorite soda easy bro oh okay. i mean sean and i don't drink pop much but sometimes we just need that little little pick me up 
of a Sprite. I did have a Sprite last week. How much did you love it? It was so good. Just the 8-ounce can did it for me. I love the minis. Yep. Um, but every day, you should be doing something to improve your environment. Mm-hmm. I, at least I think every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, me and some coworkers are uh, reading the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. And I love those books so much. So I know every night I'm going to go to bed with a positive mindset because I'm reading out of that book. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you and I, we talk all the time to try and improve our relationship mm-hmm. to, I mean, make sure everything's going smoothly and we're not doing something that annoys each other. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, maybe we'll play a game of chess and might go a step backwards because someone's mad that they lost. Mm-hmm. I think we're only 10 and 5. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we do it with everything. You and I do it with everything. Some days we just need to sit and relax, so we'll watch some TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention that earlier. Sean and I don't have a TV in our room. Mm-hmm. We used to, and we realized how bad of an influence it was for us because we would lay in bed, turn on the TV, and stay up and watch it way later than we should. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. we got rid of it. Yep. It's only in our living room. And that is probably the best environment for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we went from watching TV every single night before bed to watching. I mean, we'll, we'll go a couple weeks without turning the TV on in the living room. Um, mm-hmm. So it all just, when that's the only place to do it, you, at least we do it a lot less. A lot less. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not like a habit for us every night. No, no. But, I mean, we worry about environment, like, at the gym. There's some days and times we don't like to go to the gym. Absolutely. Because there's certain people there. Right. Well, not necessarily certain people, but it'll be a lot busier. Yeah, yeah, busier. Yeah. So it'd be like, I think it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday... Uh, the powerlifting team works out there, um, which is good for them, absolutely. Um, but we just don't go to the gym from like 5.30, or we don't try to go from like 5.30 to 7 on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just because it's so much busier and it's harder to get the stuff we want to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just try to get there earlier at like 4 o'clock mm-hmm. um, and be done by 5. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we do that. Sometimes we make plans to go to the gym at the same time as people we like to hang out with and work out with. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Um, the state, the city you live in. Mm-hmm. I, I've talked about it before. I used to not like living in Eau Claire. Um, I've always, I've grown up, grown up here. I've only didn't live here for a year. Um, but I changed my attitude towards it. It's now a positive place in my mind. Like, I I love living in Eau Claire. It's a great home base, and I love it. But I had to change my attitude to get here. I, it was, it was hard, I will admit. 
but I now like have a home that I like. I have a job I like. Um, it, there's a lot to like here, and now I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You've always been happy here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Sean's even said, he's from Ashland, and he. You'll like it because your family's there, but you said you would never move back, really. Yeah, it's not. Uh, Eau Claire is very up and coming, uh, and there's a lot of opportunities here, professional, career-wise, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I like Eau Claire so much. Uh, I could, I could like a lot of other places, um, but I've just been in Eau Claire now for like eight years so I've made a lot of relationships here Mm -hmm. um but the big reason I don't like Ashland or well I like Ashland the big reason I wouldn't want to live there is because there's not as many career opportunities in Ashland for me as there is down in Eau Claire right and so that's why I prefer to live somewhere like Eau Claire um but I would definitely consider um, spending more time in Ashland, um, especially on weekends and stuff. If I, um, once I, I just need to, uh, slow down work a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to spend, I, at least I like spending a lot of the summer up in Ashland on the weekends. Um, yeah, I would say there's more like outdoorsy things to do up there. Oh, yeah, big time. And there's a lot There's a lot of people we love hanging out up there. Yep. Shout out to Matt and Caitlin for hosting us all the time. They even got us... Wait, didn't they put a TV in the room for us? Yes, they put <laughs> a TV and they got an end table for yeah. the bedroom we stay in. <laughs> yeah, so we do have a TV in our room at Matt and Caitlin's. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah... So that's, I mean, one of our goals is to go to places we want to, to, I mean, do adventure things. Mm-hmm. You and I haven't done much adventuring, and you owe me to go to the Apostle Islands. <laughs> Three years in a row, Shauna said we're going to go kayak to the Apostle Islands up there, and we have not done it yet. So this is the fourth summer. We'll see if it happens. I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, we'll see if it happens. You're not making any promises, are you? I'm not making a promise. Not surprised. Um, I mean, sorry, this is kind of a rant, but a rant of an episode. But it goes to show that you can change your environment, and it can push you to do better things. Yep, or you can change your mindset in that environment um, and make you a better person and push you to do better things. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I know my one struggle right now is my phone. Um, And I've been slowly working at not being on it as much. Um, So, like, lately I've been trying to read a book instead of go on my phone. Um, But, like, when Sean's not here, I definitely have a lot less willpower, I will say. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it could be something simple like that. Yep. Just anything. Mm-hmm. Improve your life. Absolutely. Live your best life. Yes. Cool. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. Cool. 
Well, guys, let us know of any topics you want us to talk about. I think Sean and I are slowly running out of ideas. Nah, not really. We just, uh, I don't know, give us more ideas. Because we research life, so you don't have to. Absolutely. Okay, everybody, check us out on tutorsoflife.com. Check us out on our Instagram at tutorsoflife. And have a wonderful afternoon. Good night. <laughs>